Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spirits and Poetry Podcast. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and today we're talking about balance. We're talking about oneness. We're really talking about what it means to transcend duality. I'm very excited to be back. Welcome to this frequency. May you find any lessons. May you find any insight that you need for your own journey. Please, please, please follow the podcast on Instagram. Yes, we have an own individual account now at the spirits and poetry. And now that I have a specific account for it on Instagram, I'm going to play around with how I can grow the podcast, playing around with how I can add more like listener interaction, just trying to see what I can do now that there's a specific account dedicated to it. And of course, stick through to the end where there will be a poem. And if you're listening to this on a medium where you can rate and review, please do so. It means a lot uh, to just not just hear feedback, but also, you know, this is what lets other people know to tune in. And I'm also on Google Play and iHeartRadio now. So definitely branching into to more podcast mediums and i'm very excited about growth man growth is just that's that's the kind of shit that just excites me <laughs> but uh also uh one last thing the next episode will be on free will on determinism and magic so i'm thinking of doing a two-part um ep- two-part episodes on on this subject which i'm very excited about but Without further ado, let's let's get into it, right? Let's get into what we're talking about with with what I mean by balance, what I mean by oneness, what I mean by duality and transcending it. So this has been something that's been on my mind for whew, for months now. I've actually been trying to record this episode. I've tried recording this episode maybe five, six times, and something's always up. And and I didn't understand why. I was like, well, I, I would record previous incarnations of this episode and uh, everything would be confusing and I realized well I don't really understand what balance oneness and duality means and it's been an interesting start to this year 2020 I mean it's not just a new decade there are many people talking about how this is a new beginning how we as a humanity as a civilization are transcending the 3d we are we are transcending the old matrix we are becoming more enlightened we are becoming more conscious of ourselves and what we are here to do and and basically what you're going to start seeing is people are going to start challenging the way they think they're going they're going to take a look at themselves and 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 and, and see where they're happy and where they're not happy you, i i've and just in my own personal life, I've had friends who have quit jobs, who have joined new religions, new churches, who have changed a lot about themselves. I've also had friends that stay the same. So it's just interesting to see how this is a time where a lot of people are waking up to themselves. I remember one time I was on Twitter. Oh, by the way, I deleted Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so I myself been making changes. But back when I was on Twitter, I, I saw someone that said, that nothing has ever felt the same since 2016 and it's interesting because 2018 was the first time the first year I ever felt compelled to do self-work it was the first time I ever looked at myself and I was like no there has to be something beyond me right there has to be a reason why I'm here and I, I wasn't the only one 2018 2019 was were years filled with lessons looking inward to ourselves 
why are we happy or why are we not happy what is working what is not working and so one thing one thing that's been one trend that i've seen is if you've left your work on hold if you've left feelings repressed if you left trauma untouched just kind of letting problems sit you know and i i I share this mentality i have one of those "Eh, i'll worry about that bridge when i cross it well guess what we're on the bridge now 2020 is really blows up in your face this isn't working and i mean for me i thought i did my work right i was like meditating every day i was like oh okay i you know i cut off friends that were that weren't helping me reach my highest potential that weren't supportive i i cut off ideas and, and habits that weren't good for me but i started 2020 with a deep depressive episode like like um i mean deep like i even shaved my head i, I, I pulled a 2007 britney and it, it really was just me looking in my face saying hey i am not happy like i am absolutely not happy and, it, and in my head i'm like why i thought i did the work but again balance is not what i thought it was like as i was saying earlier i couldn't record this episode because i didn't understand what duality meant i was actually talking with my friend kellen about uh, all my depression and everything and in that conversation as we were talking about healing as we were talking about growth he said we must transcend duality and i I remember agreeing because it felt right like my intuition was like yeah we must transcend duality but in my heart and in my head i was thinking well what really is duality and and what does it mean to transcend it so before i talk about what it means to balance let's just talk about duality if you have the same question what does duality mean so there are people that believe that the universe is composed of dual opposing relative forces right in taoism these dual opposing uh, forces are called yin and yang and you see this in the tai chi symbol or the yin yang symbol so these forces i'm going to say they're not opposite but they are opposing right they are forces that feed off one another yin is the black part of the circle it's the dark the feminine the receptive the cold the night yang is the white part of the circle it is the masculine the light the warm the outwardly so a valley is yin because it is below sea level right it is like a caving in of the ground while a mountain is yang because it grows outward the same applies to the idea of the soil yin and the tree yang because it grows outward day is yang night is yin so on so forth so in the in dualism there's this uh, i'm gonna call it a belief because it doesn't it isn't there's a belief called dualism so those that believe in dualism believe that all things absolutely everything is split between two opposing forces there's two and that's it so there's a spiritual and then there's earthly there is your conscious self and there is your shadow self there is love and there is hate there is good and there is evil there is conservatism and there is liberalism and so on and that's the way it is so what this translates into experience so in in, in our experience people in dualism would say you are either experiencing day or night 
summer or winter, acceptance or denial. You are either moving forward or you are moving backward, one or the other. And to many people who believe in these dual opposing forces, the idea of balance means when these two opposing forces are equal, when there's as many days in summer as winter, when conservative politics and liberal politics compromise, when birth rates in cities match the death rates. A lot of people see this as balance. But this episode is titled Transcending Duality, right? What does that even mean? How can we even move forward from the idea of of duality of the two? How can we achieve balance if there is no two, right? How does that even work? So I was on YouTube. That's where I I learned a lot. YouTube is such a great source of information. But there is this there's this person named James Traverse, and he has a great YouTube video titled What is Non-Duality? And in this video, he says that duality is a concept created by your thinking mind. Your mind literally makes it up. Duality does not exist. So I'm gonna let you sit with that for a second. Duality does not exist. So uh, let me explain what he, what he was talking about. So he explains, he puts it like this, look, your mind's nature, your thinking mind's nature is to measure, to define, and to label everything. So therefore, it separates all things and marks them as separate. That's what your mind does, it categorizes. So the way this works is if I said that in this podcast, we were going to talk about animals, and I said that we were going to focus on mammals, you automatically know that we won't be talking about reptiles. Similarly, if I said we were covering birds, you know what a bird is and what a bird is not. You know that a bird has feathers and not fins. And this same concept applies to ourselves as humans. So if you ask yourself, who am I? So if you ask the question, who am I? Your thinking mind answers this question by referencing ideas, labels, and concepts, all that help define what you are and what you are not. So when someone says that they're a Democrat, right? Like, oh, what are you? I'm a Democrat. Then you automatically know that they are not Republican. If someone says, who are you? And you say, well, I'm Brazilian. Then people automatically know that you are not Canadian or Albanian. Because as soon as your thinking mind rationalizes the concept of me, it creates the concept of not me. This is duality. When you think of here, your mind automatically generates the concept of there. This is duality. When thinking of now, your mind generates the concept of then. This is duality. So because your mind is programmed to automatically categorize everything, it's programmed to find differences. And it is those differences, finding those differences, that creates the concept of duality, dualism. So you might be wondering, what's the problem? Why is this an issue? You know, what's wrong with dualism? It It sounds perfect, right? There's two forces, and the way you find balance is You bring enough of the two to where one doesn't outmatch the other, and boom, happy life. 
Well, in the Tao Te Ching, which is the main body of work in Taoism, Lao Tzu explains that nothing, absolutely nothing, exists in absolute. So, getting back to the concept of yin and yang in the Tai Chi symbol. So, if you remember the symbol, or if you don't know what it looks like, feel free to look it up. Inside yin, the black part of the circle, there is a white dot. And inside yang, the white part of the circle, there is a black dot. Inside of yin, there is a little bit of yang. And inside yang, there is a little bit of yin. So nothing exists in absolute. Yin has qualities of yang, and yang has qualities of yin. That's exactly what the symbol is trying to teach you. And this applies to everything. Everything has qualities of yin and yang. So um, earlier when I was giving examples of yin and yang, I said that soil is yin to a tree which grows outward and it is yang. So the tree there is yang. However, if you take an axe to the tree, now the tree becomes yin, receiving the cutting of the axe, which is yang. So identifying whether something is yin or yang depends on the situation. And it's the same with people. Psychoanalyst Carl Jung um, argued that in, inside every man, there is the unconscious feminine called the anima. And in, inside every woman, there is the unconscious masculine called the animus. Everything has qualities of yin and yang. There is no separation. And you see this in the fact that yin and yang exists inside the same wheel. Remember when I said that they feed off one another? Neither yin or yang can exist without the other. You cannot have valleys without mountains. You cannot have tides without the moon. You cannot have a cup without the space inside it. You can't have trees without soil, and you can't have paper without trees. And it's the same with emotions. Like you might be wondering, okay, there are emotions that just appear to opposite, like love and hate. There's no way love and hate could ever be the same thing. They feel different. Well, if you believe that love is the opposite of hate, then you believe that there is a connection, right? That's called spectrum, where love is on one side and hate is on the other but it's the same spectrum. Hate is the repression of love, just like love is the reconciliation of hate. In fact, I've heard some people say that it's the same emotion in just separate degrees. You focus it different. Night and day appear different, don't they? But the earth doesn't move from its place in space. It only orbits and turns in its axis. But despite the fact that it's noon or day for half, half the time and night for the other, you might be thinking, okay, the sun must disappear. No, the sun stays in the same place. We orbit around it. And it's the same with people, the same the, the idea of sameness. You have people who see each other as different. I've been lately I've been re-watching Avatar The Last Airbender. And in book two, there is this guru that meets Aang and he tells him, he tells he, he's working with him on the chakras. And he tells him that the third eye, the brow chakra, this is the chakra right above your eyebrows, in the middle of your forehead. He said that this is the chakra that deals with insight, with intuition. And this is a chakra that is blocked by the illusion of separation. So when, when, when people ask the question, who am I? And they say, oh, I'm conservative. They automatically see people who identify as liberal, as different, as enemy, as opposing force. 
when someone asks, who am I, and they identify with their skin color, they automatically see people of other skin colors as different. I mean, come on, we live in a world where we are separated, separated into 200 plus countries. And the people in these countries see people from other countries as different. There are either some people who see those of other countries as enemies, as inferior, as beneath them. Which is interesting because in the end, we're all human. We all feel hunger. Our biology and anatomy are the exact same. We all have the capacity to feel and to think. So when I say transcend duality, I really mean stop believing that all things exist as an opposite to another. And so when I was saying, why does this matter? Well, let's... The same concept of duality applies to what people call the shadow. Shadow work. I mean, that was my first episode, right? Love and shadow work. So what is the shadow? Some people consider the shadow to be the negative shadow part of you. So if you're a cheerful and joyous person, your shadow is mean and brooding. If you're confident, your shadow is insecure. And I bought into this. I mean, that's why my first episode was called Shadow Work. I believe that there was this part of me that was full of negative emotions and I needed to work on it so that I could truly come into myself. And I remember back in my Twitter days, there's this account called Kensu the Reminder, very wise person. And he said, there is no such thing as shadow. Which mind fucked me because I was, I was like, what? Well, how could you say that? There is an entire practice dedicated to working with what people call a shadow. It took me time until recently, honestly, where I realized what he meant was the shadow qualities and the light qualities inside you are the same. You need hate to have love. They cannot exist apart from one another. You need struggle to appreciate success. We, you need insecurity to have confidence. You need to see and experience people who are selfish and hurtful so that we can look in a mirror and challenge those same qualities inside of us. There's this, I was watching Naruto Shippuden. I just finished it for the first time, by the way. What an amazing series. But there's this, there's this episode where, so basically Naruto's having struggle with himself, with truly being one with himself. And so he sits at the waterfall of truth where they say, sit down here and your true self will emerge. And so he sits and his true self emerges and instead of, and he has like red eyes and he's very hateful and resentful and just angry. And so obviously Naruto sees this, sees that they disagree and he's like, all right, I'm gonna fight you and I'm gonna beat you and then I'm gonna finally be me. And so Naruto tries fighting him only to realize that their strength is equal. And every time he fails, he says, you know what? I'm not done. And he tries fighting again. But every time they fight, it's a stalemate. And it's not until Naruto removes himself, leaves the place, does some thinking where he realizes this other me, it's not necessarily the true me, but it's who I've chosen to leave behind. And it is when he comes to this, when, when he sees that this is an extension of himself, that he returns with love in his heart. And when he returns with love in his heart, intent on leaving this old self behind, that true self begins to cry. He's so angry. He's like, what am I to you? I helped us survive. 
Like, what do I become now that you're leaving me behind? And he's so angry, he lunges at Naruto. But instead of fighting, Naruto hugs him. And he says, you become me because you already are. Your shadow is just you. It's the pieces of you that haven't healed. In Taoism, you need both yin and yang. And they may be opposing, but they're not separate. They belong together. They need one another. So coming back to the idea of balance, right? Many people see balance as holding two opposing things in equal amounts. But I challenge you to transcend the idea of duality, to look towards unity, towards oneness, to seeing all parts of you as one, to see the world and everything in it as one so instead of juggling everything you're doing right seeing it as separate try to see if you can hold it together unify everything instead of seeing other people as separate see them and treat them as extensions of you that's what people really mean by treat people as you want to be treated treat them as extensions of you instead of only focusing on the happy You know, light emotions allow yourself to feel heavy, to feel sad, to feel unhappy. Instead of waging war against your shadow, as I have done in the past, I have waged wars against my shadow, trying to destroy it. And guess who I was waging a war against? Me. So instead of waging a war against your shadows or all the parts of yourself you don't like, treat all parts of you with love and gentleness and respect because when you see yourself as an extension of the world and when you see the world as an extension of you you can truly find peace in your place you can truly find success you can truly find who you are in the video what is non-duality james traverse says that the concept of non-duality is something your mind can't rationalize The only way you can truly experience what non-duality is, is when your mind stops thinking, when your mind is silent. Mm, Very wise words. (laughs) But thank you so much if you've made it to this point. I'm so grateful to have shared this frequency with you. And as promised, I have a poem. And this poem is special to me because it's about my partner and the love I feel towards her. Check it out. If you're a shooting star, I might as well be the sky because you could go down on me. I mean, you could go down through me and disappear into my hemispheres. And I know none of this is scientifically factual, but I'm just trying to describe the anatomy of the physics between us. Look, an object in motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an equal or greater force, which is just a fancy way of saying that you're the only one who stops my heartbeats in their tracks. <laughs> Loving is the ultimate science. There's a thousand words for it in every language in my language. There is a thousand ways to hold you. Communication is what we inherit from the moon, so even our talk is celestial. There is a myth attached to every one of our body parts. There is a constellation for every myth, so there's still a chance that after death, our hands can still be connected in both sky and starry, and the stars will stop falling. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing this frequency. May you have learned something that can help you on your journey. The next episode is on free will, determinism, and magic, which I am thinking of doing a two-part series. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Jorge Quintana Poetry. But I'll see you next time. Peace, love, and blessings on your journeys. Take care, family.